Hello everyone, this is Danielle from Making It Make Sense with my friends Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and of course yours truly, Danielle. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV. And listen out for new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense ITV. We look forward to hearing from you real soon. And welcome back to Making It Make Sense with Theo, Vincent, Isaiah, and yours truly, Danielle. Uh, Today we're talking about what it's like to really be on track to raising healthy, well-adjusted folks who grow up to be um, queer, queer Black folks and queer Black and Brown folks who are just queer folks who... um, appreciated being um, raised in families who were loving despite um, having been um, queer. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah. I think that's um, that important because unfortunately we all know the horror stories of folks being queer and coming out as queer in their families and they're being treated prior. They're being abused in a plethora of ways. And um, again, I think a lot of queer people are the awesome people that they are today because those are the people that they needed when they were children to protect them. Mm. And I know that's true for me today. I am the adult. I am the adult that I needed when I was younger. Oh, that! Oh, I like that. Oh, I I love that. that. I'm so in love with that. I just want to marinate right there for one moment because Mm -hmm. you are the adult today that you needed when you were growing up. I love that. that, let, that. Yeah. Let, yeah, I, I want to um, yeah. talk about how this conversation came into fruition because of um, the recent decision by the Supreme Court of overturning, overturning Roe v. Wade and what is purported to um, be coming down the pike regarding marriage equality as well as some other things about um, sodomy laws and um, just general um, contraceptive, like all bunch of stuff. Like yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Like <laughs> you know, don't say gay in Florida. And how we're responding to children, particularly in the black and brown communities, children who present as um, gender nonconforming, children who present as perhaps queer, children who present outside of the gender binary, children who present as with sexualities who are not, you know, like just uniquely different. And I I mean, I was one of those children. And instead of, you know, being affirming and accepting my family, a lot of people in my family just didn't know what the hell to do. Um, Instead of saying, wow, um, Danielle is beautifully gifted and is going Mm. to grow up to be somebody special and unique one day, they were like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Our child is different. What the fuck is going on? You know, they just were scared shitless. And, um, you know, it set me up for a life of, you know, anxiety, a life of like learning how to unravel all of that anxiousness and, um, you know, maladjusted uh, uh, crap. 
But you know, Isaiah had said in a conversation that we had earlier that, um, you know, the first place that we experience um, homophobia Mm -hmm. was in our homes. Isn't that something? In our safe space. And, and, And instead, you know, I would love, I would love to dream. I'm dreaming of a world where a queer child comes out to their family. Or it doesn't even necessarily have to come out because if you know me, you know how much I hate this coming out bullshit. <laughs> but if a child says that I'm queer, the family will turn around and will just say, "Oh well, who cares? But just make sure you become a doctor." Like, you know, something just <laughs> very blah. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. queer. Okay, who cares? You gonna clean up that room? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, great. Go by grow. So you know, so just is it's just as normal as breathing, mm-hmm. because queer black children or queer children in general need to have that and we were talking earlier about um how imperative it is to have that cultural component of race you know how important it is for it to be black queer black queer brown to me that's important it's super important what say you isaiah what say you vincenzo (laughs) i mean kind of to like Theo's point that you just mentioned earlier, I think it's more common in communities of color because it might partially also be the culture, roots, religion, and stuff like that, where, you know, it's kind of depending on your background, where, your ethnicity, and where you're from, and where, especially if you have immigrant parents or sec- first generation, second generation mm-hmm. um, family members, that it's going to end up, some of that is just how they were brought up. Mm. And, yeah, but I, I, mean? I think that I think I dream for that. Like I really dream for that day where I hear someone say, not just um and I hear you I hear you um very clearly, Theo, when you say the normality of it all, like, oh well, make sure you become a doctor, oh well, make sure you clean your room, the the normality in that. Mm-hmm. But all also that it's not just so, uh, accepted, but also that it's celebrated. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the fucking day where it becomes like, okay, you're gay. Okay, okay, you want to transition, but I want to celebrate with you because you're strong enough to know who you are and where you want to go in life. And that is courageous. And like, I know that's scary at this moment in 2022 for me as a trans woman to say that. And I, and I know there's some pushback out there in the ether about me saying that. But maybe there is going to come a day, and I would hope that there will come a day that people will be like, hell yeah, okay. My child has decided that they're going to be same gender loving. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Because, you know, there will be children who will be same gender loving, and there will be somebody, there will need to be adults who will need to affirm them and guide them. And so celebrating them, even in that fledgling state is imperative it's absolutely imperative absolutely i want to say something but i want to hear on what isaiah has to say and i'll speak out to him oh sure um you know what sorry i've been actually sitting in uh what you guys said earlier about being the adult that you needed when you were a kid and for me that's a that's a really big deal just because oftentimes, and especially, and I'm not saying this isn't the case for people that have, um, that were raised with siblings or, you know, 
that type of thing. But being an only child, I felt for a really long time, I felt very alone in my queerness. And so it was just all just me being heavily cerebral about my entire queer experience um, until I broke out and was like, you know, yay, I'm here, I'm queer, hello, Frisco, whatever. But like, now I feel like when I encounter queer youth, um, it's really great to be able to, to have conversations where you're saying to them like, hey, I, I know it's it's hard right now, or I know it feels awkward right now, or super uncomfortable. And I can hear like, I can hear myself as a kid almost like receiving that, you know, from like an older me. It's just always this idea of me speaking to a younger me like every time, like no matter how, no matter where any of those children fall along the the, the spectrum of, of queerness, it's just, me almost saying these things like, hey, I, I would have been really nice to hear this when I was younger, or just for someone to go, hey, I'm an I'm an adult queer person. It doesn't even ha- it didn't even have to have been um you know it didn't even have to have been a queer person. It really I think I I got your back. Right. Like I, I just I hear hey, I'm I'm here, I'm gonna show up for you. And not to say, just to be clear, not to say like I have a I have a wonderful mother and I feel like, you know, and every every parent child relationship has its strains and, and whatnot. But I think especially in the last in the last several years, my mom is, has really just been and she's always been supportive of me, but she's just really kinda stepped into this space where you know she she wants to show up for me in an additional way to the way she's always shown up for me my whole life but like show up for me like in my queerness where I like that in an additional way it's different right it's a different it's a different version when you show up for your kids for their queerness I think my um just to add this I think my mother-in-law does that incredibly well um for her kids you know um, she, I mean, and when I say she shows up, like, like honey is going to the pride parades, like, you know, like she, she's like, has this shirt that says free hugs and it's, you know, just like, Hey, like if you have a strained relationship with your own mother, like, Hey, come and get a hug from me. Like I'll hug you. And, um, so she, she does that really well also. And I think we can all learn from from things like that you know just being just showing up like i said showing up for your child and their queerness in addition to the way you normally show up for them because that's a that's a a different set of that's a that's a it's kind of like a different set of muscles you have to exercise when you show up for your kids in their queerness it's not just showing up for them the way you normally do but you know what i've always i've always i've come to the conclusion now my 37 years of living Mm -hmm. and it's always been okay to be queer. Society and religion and legislation has made it, has made me believe otherwise. Absolutely. Uh, there's, uh, there's like, there's never been like a gay agenda. Society has always just been accustomed to placing queer people in a quiet, meek category, because that's where they prefer queer people to be. Uh, I. I believe, again, I'm very militant in my way of thinking about queer rights and blackness. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can call me Queer X. (laughs) (laughs) 
(laughs) Because I believe that society was happy when queer people, queer men were dying of AIDS. Oh, I believe that. Because that's where society and religion believed that queerness needed to exist. So I am very, where I am right now in my 37 years, I didn't need a queer person to tell me that they had my back. I needed a person. I didn't need someone to tell me that it was okay for me to express myself. I didn't need a queer person. I just needed a person. I I didn't need someone to love me unconditionally and also go on the on the path of learning because queer people are also learning about their queerness. I needed a companion, whether it was a friend, in a, a a mother, a, a father, an aunt, an uncle, or even one of my brothers. I had no one, mm-hmm. and that's why now. I, you know, I knew that if I knew now what I, I I needed to know then that, you know, it was okay and I will be okay. And I, I'm fortunate, you know, fortunately, I've come out a better person out of people calling me faggot in my family. Mm-hmm. I've come out a better person out of people dismissing me and erasing me and making me feel like I should not exist or be equitable to my brothers. Mm-hmm. But I, I have that luxury. And my other queer people around me, my generation, older or younger, don't, some of them don't. And that's why I tell people, just be as rebellious as you can be in the confines of your space. Hmm. Because I, you have to let heterosexual society and heterosexual norms understand that I am just as strong, powerful, important as my heterosexual counterparts. I'm valid as well. Absolutely. And valid. I'm valid. Right. Yeah, but it wasn't until, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm 44 and, and, and even until recently, I mean, there was a real threat um, for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes even sometimes, I mean, I, I feel very comfortable even knowing you all, mm-hmm. but um, they, there is always a threat for uh, Black trans women, in the, and I speak from my own experiences, that, you know, somebody will try in the secret of night to take my life oh. because of who I am. That, that threat is always very real. Mm-hmm. It's always very real. It gets better. It's gotten better. And then... I mean, and I think it's always very real, particularly for young black trans women when they come out. That I think that it's not something manufactured, unfounded, un- irrational. I think it's very real. Um, even today in 2022, it's getting better. I have to admit that, but uh, I think it's still very real. And I'm so grateful that it's getting better. Um, and you know, I hear that, Danielle. And that pisses me the fuck off. Yeah, me too. Because me too. you deserve to feel safe. And trans women, queer women deserve to be trans people deserve. They've, that is a God-given right. That is, a ma- that is not a man right. Mm. You deserve to feel safe in your space and wherever space you decide to occupy. And yeah. because society and religion and legislation attempted to rob you of what was your God, uh, that's your birthright to feel mm. safe. Mm. And that mm. pisses me off. And that's why when I encounter homophobia, I am like a fucking tsunami because I refuse for any person, place, or thing to make me feel the way that I felt when I was called a faggot at seven years old. Hmm. 
or a faggot at 10 years old. I refuse to feel that way ever again. Because I will know I will not be a lion caged up in no one's zoo ever again. I will be free. I will be liberated. And I will be out in the savannah with all the other lions doing what mm-hmm. lions do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even though this conversation has a lot of gravitas to it, a lot of weight to it, mm-hmm. it, it's important. These conversations are important. That's why they're still very important. When we talk about how we handle and how we will continue to handle how black families will, how black and brown families will handle our children. Because listen, LGBTQIA children will still, they they didn't, listen, they didn't stop making them when they made Danielle. They didn't stop making them when they made (laughs) Theo or Isaiah or Vincent. They're still trying. And guess what? (laughs) My parents were were heterosexual black folks. You know, your parents, I'm presuming all of our parents were heterosexual Mm. identified. And that's the amazing thing. I think cisgender, heterosexual folks, Black cisgender heterosexual folks forget that they made queer folks, right? And we, yeah. we come from queer, we come from cisgender heterosexual folks. So they're still making us every day. And so when we talk about how we're going to continue to rear children in a loving, kind way, that's imperative. That's imperative. These conversations are really important. It's really important. Once again, make sure that you treat queer children or children with love and respect and equity and unconditional support and love so that you can have adults that are healthy, that are supportive, that are contributing to the world. Because if you, you know, I have some shit to say. I, I don't want to sound too fucking heavy, but who has no. something else to say? <laughs> and then when I think about my reason for being here on the planet, that is on the top 10 list. Like, I don't have children of my own, but I have children. I damn straight have children. Because right. I think about every child, you know, I was, I was listening to a friend of mine, um, and, um, and, and we, were at, we were at the space, and I don't want to mention names or anything. We were in the space over the weekend, and then there was this, this parent, and they were talking to their child, and they called their child a punk. Oh, and man. I made a beeline for that parent, and I said, you're not going to do that in front of me. I, you're not gonna tell. You're not gonna tell me how to treat my child. You mean you're a black mom? And I said, I'm not gonna tell you how to treat your child. Then you better act like you know how to treat your child. Mm. You're not gonna put. You're not gonna put that in your child's head. So your child has to unravel from that for the rest of his life. You will not do that in front of me. I'm telling you right now. Stand down. Stand down. And everybody's heads was like, whoa. Oh, and I didn't I was not gonna apologize for that because you will not do that. And I didn't care about how I made her feel or anything. Now, twenty minutes later I asked my friend, you know, I was just like caught up and I was like, Did I just you know, what happened? And my friend said, No, you you were you were perfectly fine. You were right. She was out of line. Child, her child or not. Can you imagine because- what that that child for that child, yeah. right? seeing you, you got to ask for them when you got home. No, no, but checked, seeing Danielle stand up for them, yeah, absolutely. The child's going to look at that later on and it's going to put them in a healthy path, yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's all it takes a spark of hope or someone standing yeah. up for you to treat you not to treat you special, just to treat you normal, yeah. 
that's not what I want. I don't want no one to treat me special. So I want to treat me superior. You know, that's why I make money, have my education. I can do that for myself. Right. I just want to be treated normal. Right. Just re- I always say, just re- just respect me. We don't <laughs> have to like each other. Just respect me. If you don't respect me, then it's, it's going to be something else. But like, that's it. I, I think it's of, based on... Clarence Thomas thinks that we're going back to the 19th. <laughs> You got it slightly mistaken. Listen, if he wants to hang with the coonery and buffoonery, that that's good on him. But I just want to have y'all know that, and everyone listening, that if we go back to the 1940s, Clarence, you coming right with us because hello, loving versus Virginia. Don't play with me. No, like <laughs> I, I, I'm tired of being a queer person because you know you had to be a queer child and you you had to ask people to respect you. You had to ask people for lifesavers. Mm-hmm. You had to ask people to see you. Mm-hmm. I am an adult. I am not asking for your respect. I'm not asking for your acceptance. I'm asking you to get the fuck off my lane, go in your lane, because this is a competition. And I'm beating your ass, but you busy <laughs> worry about me being queer. It's a baseline requirement, I think, just going high. Oh, I love that, Isaac. I love that. But I think that's so now it's a baseline requirement. Just mind your business. As Theo said, stay in your lane. Mind the business that pays you. Okay. Like, I always like to ask this question Are you in my business? Don't do that. Like, just stay over there. Like, there's no reason. And I think that's that's another, another major issue sometimes is like, I'm not asking for your, even as a child, I, I'm not asking for your permission to exist and be myself. Mm. I'm asking for your support. And I'm not even asking. It is a, a baseline requirement. If you bring someone into this world, this is, this is just my, the way I think of it. If you bring someone into this world, it is a baseline requirement for you to support and guide them and give them a safe space, as you said earlier, Theo, because that is a birthright to feel safe in your space, okay? It, 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 you're, it's the baseline requirement. And I think we should that, that should be something said to all parents of either queer or questioning uh, adolescents and children as they, as they come up in the world. Or well, whatever children. I've been or in hospitals where parents are there where they're supporting their schizophrenic child, mm-hmm. are, uh, are supporting their murderous child, are they supporting their their criminal child? That is your job. Whatever your child is, throw that shit away. But like, <laughs> as long as your child is your child, support your child. Provide a safe environment. If my child come, turns out she is schizophrenic, it is my job as a parent to educate myself and her on schizophrenia so that mm-hmm. we make the best decision so that when you're an adult, you're a fully functioning adult that just happens to have schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And that is true for all things in a child's life. But people, for some reason, weaponize queerness and harm queer people so bad that I know people who are in their 60s and their 50s and their 70s and they're queer people and they're afraid of their queerness. They are in a tug of war with their queerness. They're in ethical and moral conflict with their queerness. And that isn't right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. And to the point where we don't even know why, you know, there's a horrible incident at Highland Park over in Chicago 
you know, I, not not that not that one has to do with anything that has to do with the other. But you know, people do crazy stuff. We're living in a world where people are just doing, they're doing the most outlandish things. And I am of the opinion that you know, it's really because if we just love our children just a little bit more, I don't even know why 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 people do the things they do. But I imagine if that person was loved just a little bit more, maybe just maybe they wouldn't have done such a horrific thing. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, that monster. Yeah. Yeah. He he you know, he had no 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 explanation as to why he did what he did. I mean dressing up in women's clothing to disguise himself and then just 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 open shooting on people who are trying to enjoy themselves and at an event. How horrific. How absolutely horrific. The life we're living um, in. Yeah. 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 Earth is ghetto. <laughs> Literally, ten out of ten do not recommend. No. Nope. Right, and then you got people trying to make outer space ghetto. Uh-huh. <laughs> Selling tickets. And them go say not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I rather zero out of ten do not recommend. Excuse me. Yeah, I, no, Earth is real ghetto. Like, mm-hmm. no. But for our final thoughts to queer mm-hmm. people, to queer parents to queer children, black, brown, yellow, green, white. You know that, 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 that cheesy thing, it gets better? It does get better. It really does. And if mm-hmm. there is no love, there's no support, there's no safety where you are right now, it gets better. This is the stuff that you have no control over. But once you're able to escape those environments, you are going to notice that you have more control over your queer life and over your life that other people give you the, uh, the impression of. It gets better. Being queer is beautiful. Being safe is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And we all deserve that. And you'll hopefully, you know, we will get that. Before we, before we leave, I, have, I do have a question from, for Isaiah, um, all of it, everybody, really. And um, <laughs> before we close out, but specifically Isaiah and Vincent, do you guys want children? Uh, I do, um, yes. Wow. Okay. I'm Vincenzo. I'm indifferent. But at first, I really did for a while, but then Anna just became indifferent towards it. And then I have plenty of nieces and nephews and mm-hmm. kids of friends, or, friend, or yeah, uh, kids of my friends. They're like, you know, my kids. So we'll see. Never say never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, that is actually, I, I don't know if I told you guys this. Vincent, I'm sure I've told you this. Um, that was actually, that was a deal breaker on my first day with my husband. Like, oh. that was, that's definitive for me. Like, it, above, I love you, Sean, but like, that, and he knows this, but that's, that has been definitive for me above being married or, or like that's something that I wanted regardless of whether there was, I was going to have a partner or a spouse or anything like that. So that I was also prepared to do that alone as well. Hmm. So. Well, well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Well, to our beloved audience, this week we reached a very important milestone. <laughs> We're no longer potty training, making it sense. <laughs> reached our one year anniversary. Speaking of children, 
Boom. So um, perhaps in the next couple of um, episodes, we'll um, celebrate more extensively. Yeah. But we did want to acknowledge that uh, this milestone uh, in this episode. Congratulations, everybody. You know, we, we've been having so much fun. Um, I know personally I've been having so much fun. It's, um, it's just like catching up with old friends every week with Theo, Isaiah, and Vincent. And I thoroughly enjoy it. And so cheers to one more year together. Um, guys. And then, um, so that's it for this episode of Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, um, Vincent, and yours truly, Danielle. Until <laughs> next, next time. time. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Oh, right. I almost forgot. I almost forget our names. Yeah. Thinking, who, are <laughs> who are you guys? Uh, it's been so fun, right? It's so great. <laughs> oh my god. That would have been so fucked up. Right? I know. Memory loss. Like, like, one year old. Huh? Who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> Did I start drinking already or what? Thinking, what the fuck has happened there? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? I was thinking about how wonderful it really I was thinking about how wonderful it was. Yeah. As always. Well, until yeah. next time, guys. Life. I wonder. Will it take me under? I don't know. Imagine smoking weed in the street without cops harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle cruising blue Bahama waters. No welfare supporters. More conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter. Nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot. My son got knocked. Evidently, it's elementary. They want us all gone eventually. Trooping out of state for a plate. Knowledge. If coke was cooked without the garbage, we'd all have the top dollars. Imagine everybody flashing. Fashion designer clothes. Lacing your click up with diamond rolls, your people holding dough, no parole, no rubbers, going raw, imagine law with no undercovers, just some thoughts for the mind, I take a glimpse into time, watch the blimp read, the world is mine, if I rule the world, imagine that, I free all my The way to be paradise like relaxing, black, Latino, and Anglo Saxon. The money exchange the range, cast, lost tribes and bass. Free at last, brand new whips to crash. Then we laugh in the illa path. The villa houses for the crew, how we do. Trees for breakfast, dime sexes have been stretches. So many years of depression make me vision the better living type of place to raise kids in. Opening eyes to the lies, history's told foul, but I'm as wise as the old owl. Plus the gold child, seeing things like I was controlling, click rolling, tricking six digits on kicks and still holding. Trips to Paris, I civilized every savage. Give me one shot, I turn tripe life to lavish. Political prisoners. Set free, stress free, no work release, purple and threes and jet skis, fill the wind breeze in West Indies. I think Coretta Scott King, mayor of the cities and reverse beans to Willie. It sound foul, but every girl I meet to go downtown. I'd open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa. Africa. Imagine that. I free all my
love to hear the story how the thugs live and worry. Duck down in car seats, heat's mandatory. Running from Jake, getting chased, hunger for pigs. These are the breaks, many mistakes go down out of state. Wait, I had to let it marinate. We carry weight, trying to get laced. Flip the ace, stack the safe. Millionaire plan to keep the gap with the cock camera. Making moves in Atlanta, back and forth scrambler. Cause you can have all the chips, be poor or rich. Still nobody want a nigga have a shit. If I rule the world and everything in it, sky's the limit. I push the Q45 infinite. It wouldn't be no such thing as jealousies or be felony. Strictly living longevity to the destiny. I thought I'd never see, but reality struck. Better find out before your time's out. What the fuck? If I rule the world, imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. I free all my If I were